Massive layoffs are now extending beyond technology companies to other enterprises, but there is a silver lining for workers with technology skills. Next up on Today in Tech. Welcome back to the show. I'm Keith Shaw. Technology companies continue to shed employees in the wake of a pandemic hiring boom over the last few years. But in recent weeks, we've seen companies such as Microsoft, Google and Salesforce all announcing layoffs. Earlier this week, Spotify announced that it was going to cut about 6% of its workforce. So in the tech company space, people are still letting go. But now we're also seeing what I call the other shoe about to drop or the domino starting to topple or the snowball rolling down the hill. I've got about 20 different cliches here. Uh, but we're now seeing them on the enterprise side of the, uh, of the enterprise side as well. So non-traditional, like they're not really tech companies. So companies like Capital One, uh, 3M, Newell Brands, they make Sharpies. Uh, they've all announced a bunch of layoffs in recent weeks. On the media side, for example, layoffs are hitting companies like the Washington Post, Fox Media, and Adweek. Uh, at least 25 companies in the advertising industry because it's all these marketers that are preparing for a softening economy. Um, now, while it's also difficult to determine how many of these positions at these companies are technology-based roles, uh, there are also some signs that there is a silver lining for workers who do have tech skills. So joining me to discuss some of the news and trends around these layoffs is Lucas Mirian. He's the uh, senior writer at Computer World, covers the labor market, covers tech jobs, things like that. He's been on the show before. Uh, welcome back, Lucas. Good to be here. Uh, now, you have a, store, a new story up on uh, ComputerWorld.com uh, that shows that tech jobs are dominating the top 25 uh, best jobs in the U.S., according to Indeed.com. Um, can you kind of elaborate on, on what you found and, uh, you know, sort of the silver lining that we're seeing? Yeah, it's, it's, it's more than even a silver lining. The fact of the matter is that tech jobs are the most in demand out there. Last year, two of the top 10 jobs, in, uh, best jobs, that is, according to Indeed, were uh, tech jobs. This year, it's eight. Eight of the top 10 jobs are tech jobs. Nearly half, 44% are, uh, of the top 25 jobs are technology positions. Right. And this is roles, like the technology. So it's not like a specific job listing, right? No, that yeah. well, yeah, they also they are are also specific about the types of jobs as well. So, for example, the the number one job on the list is um, uh, full stack developer. Mm -hmm. Number two, data engineer, and number three, cloud engineer. So, the top three jobs are technology positions, and they're paying well into the six figures. Now, is this something that that they've called from recent data, or or is it older data, and maybe they haven't updated it yet, or is it? I mean, how, how confident are you in this? Um, you know, news from Indeed. Yeah, this is from December. Okay. Uh, that's when they called it from last year. And uh, and, they, and they analyze it. And then they, of course, project what's happening in 2023. And uh, it's, it's really a market difference. So in last year's uh, 25 best jobs, only 25% of them, I mean, that's still a lot, but one in four were tech positions. And like I said, this year, it's nearly double. It's 44%. So tech jobs are highly in demand, and I think we've talked about this before. Yeah. I just got the most recent data from the Bureau of Labor Statistics yesterday, and uh, people are still, number one, they're still quitting jobs. So over 4 million people every month are still quitting their jobs. But the unemployment rate in the technology market is only 1.8% compared to the general unemployment rate in the United States, of so 3.8%. Five percent. Right, right, and, and like, what does that indicate to you? Does it is it just that 
that we've talked about this before where companies during the pandemic they started to overhire because they needed, you know, to either support re- remote and hybrid work or they needed, you know, they were getting, if they were in the retail space and e-commerce space, you know, all these people were, were starting to buy things online and they needed to support, you know, that infrastructure. Um, so a lot of them have admitted that they, they overhired people, right? They did. And a lot of times they were overhiring in areas that weren't necessarily technology, but they couldn't even get the people to fill technology roles. That was one big part of it. I mean, yeah, so what they did was they hired, uh, they tended to hire more experienced workers when they could get them. And they were kind of middle management workers that were high pay, but not always in fields that they necessarily needed. And so we saw recently, um, what was it? Uh, Amazon laid off 18,000 employees earlier this month. And the majority of them were from human resources. Yeah. So they weren't even technology workers. Um, Alphabet is laying off six, I think, six percent of its workforce, twelve thousand jobs. And it's it's ironic because you have an Alphabet investor who's urging the company. I think you wrote him a letter, basically saying, "Look, you need to lay off more. You need to take this from just under one hundred and seventy thousand employees down to one hundred and fifty thousand employees." Uh, even though they're still profitable, right, they're still right. you know making money. So it, it, it's ironic. I, mean, I don't want to keep using that word, but <laughs> I think they they were all concerned that a recession was going to hit. And today we found out that the GDP was two point nine percent. So the the economy is growing. We had a, a short recession back in the summer, but since that time the economy has continued to grow. There's really no signs that a recession is on the horizon, even though people still wringing their hand are still wringing their hands about that. A lot of this is in reaction to. Uh, or perceived uh, slowing of the economy. But that's not really happening. We're doing very well in the economy, even though the Fed continues to boost interest rates in order to slow uh, inflation. Yeah, I've seen a couple of articles that have called this the great reshuffling rather than, you know, because of course, you know, why invent a new term? Just take an old term and just call it something else. So it's more about companies that are just sort of kind of, you know, moving things around and reshuffling and, you know, that's that's more than just sort of like we're, we're laying off because of reason X, Y or Z. And do you think that this enterprise uh, is it spilling over into the enterprise because they overhired too? Or do you think that maybe some of these enterprises like Capital One, 3M and maybe they're bracing themselves for a possible recession? And, and so they're like, well, we're, we're seeing all these other companies doing it. So and we have a little bit of softness that we need to sort of ad- address like in your opinion, does do these trends tend to snowball, for example? Absolutely. Yeah. And that's, that's part of what's happening right now. You're seeing other companies do it, especially public companies and, the, and investors are saying, whoa, whoa, wait a second. If they're cutting, we should be cutting too, right? Yeah. Huh? yeah. Uh, so there's definitely a follow the leader kind of trend out there. I don't think it's going to last. I think they're going to realize we need these guys. We need these employees. And they're being snapped up. So companies that don't have the the talent are snapping them right up. There's virtually no unemployment in technology right now. I'm just going to go out and say that. Yeah. At 1.8%, it's virtually 
non-existent. Yeah, and and so let's say that there were some tech employees that got let go, and and you know, if you were a, an engineer or a programmer or something at Google uh, or yeah. Amazon or some of these big, you know, Facebook, and you have this resume now, um, it, it's probably another silver lining is, is that there are lots of other companies in their like either their tech departments that are you know struggling to find people. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I I recall a story. I, I met some people at um, John Deere a few years ago, or, or we're talking to some of their people and. They ca- this was during the tech boom when everybody was hiring and this was just like everyone's hiring everyone's hiring everyone's hiring yeah. and then they're like we have to compete with people that that we're looking for people that are getting hired at Google and they go out to Silicon Valley and we have to say to them no 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 stay in Iowa where John Deere is located or like and so they had to come up with ways to try to entice people to you know live in and there's nothing wrong with Iowa by the way I've I've been there it's a nice it's a nice state but if you're a, you know someone around at a college and you have to just like well I could work for Google where they've got all of these perks and benefits and ping pong tables and you know free lunches and all this other stuff um, yeah that's going away by the way I'll, we're going to talk about that later. Uh, versus, oh, I get to stay in Iowa in the middle of winter when there's like, you know, two feet of snow on the ground. I mean, you know, so if now that you've been laid off there, if you're willing to sort of find another company that doesn't necessarily have to be tech, but use your skills, there's there's jobs out there, right? Absolutely. Yeah, no question. Um, The technology field right now is fascinating to me because not only um, are there a lot of jobs out there, but there's a lot of opportunity to change your career. And so if you no no longer want to be a programmer, you want to become a data analyst, vast opportunities to do that. A project manager, big opportunities to do that. And what's so great about it is companies want to train you. They, they, They don't care if you have the previous training. They'll bring you in in apprenticeships and internships. They'll have you come in and they'll they'll teach you with online courses. They'll have a mentor follow you through. I've written stories about that where companies don't necessarily, in fact, even require a college degree these days. They want people who just, they love technology and they love to learn. They have a passion for it and they've got good character. Right. They want that more than the sheepskin. Right. So, and you're seeing that. I mean, I think 50% on uh, LinkedIn and other um, online job sites are seeing uh, college degree requirements go away. So, uh, yeah, companies, what they really want, they want somebody who's passionate about what they're doing uh, and who loves to learn. Right. And now there's um, we also want to say that if you were if you have been laid off, that obviously there is a tough road. I'm not a tough road, but there's you know, I, we, I don't want to sort of dismiss the fact that there might be some people out there that are out of work because, you know, I've been unemployed a few times, definitely have been laid off from companies before. Um, it's not the best thing in the world to go through. Um, no. So I, I, I'm trying not to dismiss that by by saying, oh, you know, you'll get a job in, in a week and ha ha ha, this is so easy. You know, we, we understand that there are some difficulties and, and there are growing trends that it it's not going to be as easy as it was maybe, you know, six months ago or nine months ago. For example, I, I've seen some stories about the that the. Um, uh, hiring process is now taking longer than before. You still have the issues of of companies using robotic um, AI processing to go through a resume looking for keywords. So you so that first time you submit, you might not even get to a human until the second or third round. Um, you know things like that. So, what advice would you have for for people that that you know? has been doing the right thing, but they suddenly find themselves layoffs and they have some tech skills or maybe they don't have tech skills. Like what would you, you tell them if they, they approached you? 
Yeah, I think it's, first of all, what companies are doing right now is after that kind of hiring spree of the past two years, they're being more judicious about how they're hiring people. They're looking to make the process higher quality. They want higher quality employees. They don't want just hire uh, willy-nilly like they had been doing. So they are taking more time in order to find better employees. I would suggest getting in touch with um, possibly a, a job um, um, counselor, uh, human resources, yep. uh, a, a services company, a company that can tell you what sorts of um, technology uh, positions companies are, are are hiring in, and what kind of skills they're looking for. Um, I've written articles, about, numerous articles about this, and I think mainly, like I said, what companies looking for are somebody who has who shows a passion for what they do it's not necessarily what you have in terms of what boxes have you checked out with your checked off with your education right but what is your life ex- i know this sounds like a guru thing but it's what <laughs> is your life ex- it's true what's your life experience in this what projects have you worked yeah, on yeah yeah what do you bring to the table in terms of as a person um you know i love what i do that, yeah. I want to be with your company because you're right in my in my lane. This is exactly what I do want to do for my career. This is why I want to do it. These are some of my successes from the past. So instead of just going in and listing a bunch of um, qualifications that you may have, talk about yourself more. Talk about what you really love to do, why you want to join that company, right. and what you offer them. Yeah, um, that, I've got I've got two pieces of advice too that I that from recently is that you know we've been talking a lot about ChatGPT on this show, uh, and we and we actually saw another article that was like, hey, ch- you know, use ChatGPT to help you write your uh, cover letter, or you know, I, I wouldn't I don't know if it would help you write your resume, but uh, when I was writing a lot of cover letters, you you know, the, the advice is to make sure that you match the keywords from the job description. Yeah. Um, every time I had a, a you know, a, a new job that I was applying for, I had to look at the job description, find the biggest keywords, make sure that my cover letter and resume had those keywords in it. It's a lot of work, um, but that can get you past that first robotic. And it was like, well, if I can have a robot tell me how to beat the robots, I mean, that's even that's even cooler. My second piece of advice was just to network, network, and network. I, you know, use your friends, use your coworkers. You know, if you know, again, it's another reason that's why you should always be nice to your coworkers, right, Chris? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, be nice to all of your coworkers. Lucas, you're the best uh, because you never know when you're going to need them. So um, that's a valuable life skills for 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 anybody in in the job market. So because it, it's more likely that you'll probably get a, a a new job based on recommendations from your friends and coworkers. Um, in terms of then, so you know, I'm getting a good feeling from you, Lucas, about that. Like you know, that all is not bad, all is not doom and gloom. Is it, is this just the media's fault because we just follow the the bad news all the time and we start seeing trends and we start seeing these things? And you know, if if you're reading this or watching this video and you're going, oh my god, you know, I'm going to get fired next week, or I'm going to get laid off, um, and we're trying to tell you, like, all right, ignore that. Like, what 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 can we do better as as, as media people? Well, I think there's a lot of knee-jerk reaction today. It's just all about who gets the news out first instead of really analyzing what's going on. Yeah. So those tech companies having layoffs, and, and you know, I've seen this over and over, and they're like, well, you know, technology positions, that's an outlier. You know, don't worry about it. Other careers in healthcare and, and, uh, and marketing and sales, they're doing well. And they're not really exploring what's happening in these companies. They're not necessarily laying off tech workers yeah in some cases they are but that's because again they've overhired them and there's still plenty of jobs out there right right so 
unfortunately, in the in this uh, mature internet era, they're trying to beat other people to the punch and get the news out fast, rather than taking time to analyze it and actually produce something that has some insight into what's going on right. out there. There's a lot of hand wringing. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot of hand wringing. There's a lot of uh, chicken little. The sky is falling. Oh my gosh, we're gonna. You know, the meteor's gonna hit next week. Blah 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 blah. Uh, yeah. Did I'm, you say media or meteor? Just I said, well, yeah, me, meteor, <laughs> like the asteroid that's going to hit the planet. And, yeah. you know, there's a lot of that, you know, doom and gloom that we see out there. So it's actually, I, I, I was very encouraged when we reached out to you and you're like, oh, I've yeah. got some good news. I'm like, oh, excellent, excellent. Good news is great. Um, do you think that this trend is going to continue for a while? Are, are we going to, you know, so is this, are we in the, you know, beginning, middle or end stages? Have you been able to sort of, get a sense of where you think companies are going on this? You know, from what, from talking to research organizations, they do believe this is going to continue at least for the first half of 2023. Um, and they're not sure what's going to happen after that. I, I, I wish I could tell you myself, I don't know. We're going to have to continue to watch this, but there is a great reshuffling. I like yeah. that word better than, you know, resignation or anything else. <laughs> Um, I, I think there is a reshuffling going on, and that's all it is. It's some companies are um, are deciding they don't need this many workers, but other companies definitely still need them. Here's the other thing to remember: uh, w versus last year, where a lot of uh, and it's still important. Flexibility is still high on the list of why workers stay with a company. They want flexible hours. They want their the flexibility in workplace, whether they can do hybrid or remote. But they also want stability. Right. And so they're looking, they're more apt to uh, reply to a job hunter, a headhunter, or uh, a job listing, or actively look for a job if their company's doing a lot of layoffs right now. And so a lot of these layoffs that, for example, like I said, uh, Alphabet uh, did, and they're being urged to do more, they, they may get their wish because people may just walk out the door and find their job somewhere else. They want a company that's stable. And when they hear the company's done layoffs, that doesn't say stability. Yeah. And so they might start looking themselves. And the rate, rate resignation is still going on. That BLS data is telling us more than $4 million a month. If you're a company looking to lay off people, you better think long and hard about that because they may not come back. Right. In fact, and then the people that you've and the people that are left over, you know, they not only do they end up with survivor's guilt and things like that, but then they might start thinking, hey, it's you know, it's time when for me to jump too. Drop. Yeah. Do yeah. you have a sense of do you of what stats or trends that you might see where you would hit a hit a panic button or you know, where you turn into the chicken little of the world or um, are you always just trying to remain as positive as possible? Like is is there a point where you look at something and go, uh-oh. You know what? If you mean you're talking about within a company, when you're when you're yeah, when you're watching this trends and that because you're you're tied into a lot of data from the government and, yeah. and you know all these other companies that produce stats about IT jobs, right? Yeah, I think companies that are hyper sensitive to investors are a bad thing. Yeah, uh, because investors are like you know the weather; they change day <laughs> in and day out. If you watch the markets, it's insane. When I covered financial services much more closely, I always wound up scratching my head like literally you and I know a butterfly could flap its wings in the Middle East and you know the markets will drop a thousand points. It's right, just, right. There's no rhyme or reason to it sometimes. And so listening to them too much, not having a vision. If I'm in a company and I see no vision going forward, like 
Like, what is the mission statement here? Where are we headed? Yeah. Is there, are we growing? Uh, and more importantly, are we being innovative? So we're not just, uh, uh, you know, uh, growing the same old products, but what what new are we looking to do? Right. That's right. important. All right. You want to see a vision within a company. All right. Hey, great stuff, Lucas. Thanks again for, for joining us on the show. All right. Happy to be here. <laughs> all right. And that's all the time we have for today's episode. Don't forget to like the video, subscribe to the channel, and add any comments that you have below. Join us every week for new episodes of Today in Tech. Have a great day, and we'll see you next time.